1: round guy the podcast and we've got an exciting night of high school basketball rivalries uh i'm on the phone with scotty melvin scotty how about it
0: hey all right what's up everybody
1: are you so it's friday night and uh like i say the basketball coverage we just aren't going to be able to cover everything like we did with the high school football because Like Scotty says, that's all one night. You got all week to put together everything, you know. And, uh, but we're going to focus on what we call rivalries right now. Now, last time, and I know it's been a while since we did one, but Scott's been sick and we had the Christmas vacation and everything. But we're going to get a lot more frequent, kind of shorter episodes going. But uh, so you've already covered the Wayland and uh, Waco rivalry. But there was a heck of a rivalry tonight I'd like you to talk about with the with the listeners. Tell us about the one we, we, we picked out for tonight.
0: Well, tonight, if this game had been in Washington, I think I would have found my way there. But uh, unfortunately, it was on the road down to Fairfield, but a classic matchup there between the Trojans and the Demons. Um, I don't know what Fairfield's record is. I know they've got a winning record and they're very good. Washington of course only has the one loss to an undefeated Fort Madison team, which looks to be the the class of the big schools in Southeast Iowa, but Washington's right up there. Um, they've been ranked as high as fifth in the state. And so was the demons down in Fairfield tonight.
1: And what a game it turned out to be, didn't it?
0: Yeah. You said you got to listen to it. I've been following on Twitter, uh, the guys from the Southeast Iowa union sports uh, newspaper, man, they, they do a great job covering and keeping you up to date minute by minute as, as the drama unfolds. And that sounded like it was down to the wire battle there.
1: Yeah, it was. You could just hear the crowd roaring all the time and Washington, you know, as you could tell a really talented, really well together, well-oiled machine that, you know, were are just doing what they did. They do, you know, weekly. But uh, for some reason, they just could not shake Fairfield. And Fairfield just kept coming back. And then, hell, late into the uh, third quarter, they took the lead. And then uh, Washington's up like seven points in the fourth quarter. And then Fairfield tied it back up again. I mean, it was just back and forth. And, you know, that's a rivalry. Fairfield, Washington, now that, I mean, there is no quarter given there, is there?
0: There's not, and in Fairfield, I don't know how long it's been since you've been there in person down to that gym, but it's got that old school feel. I love watching games down there. I've been down there for, oh, you know, Fairfield games, but I've been there for some state games for some of the smaller classes and whatnot, and that place, it's it's a, it's an old school vibe. It's an old gym, and, and it does. It gets rocking in there with uh, the crowd noise and stuff. And,
1: they must yeah, have yeah, a big yeah. crowd tonight. Uh, I know people... Can... He could can cancel their game because of the weather, and uh, I
0: saw several of those out there.
1: But Fairfield stayed with it and uh, uh, got the KCII. I think that was Cole Hamels. What a great broadcast it was! Uh, I'm all jazzed up about the about the uh, high school basketball. You got any stats or anything to throw around at this game?
0: Uh, I don't have a ton. I I know that um, Washington won by two or three. Um, and Washington's got several, you know, they're, they're really balanced attack on offense and, and any one of their starters could be the leading scorer on any given night. I know Cason Bailey's kind of the big name. Uh, he's, you know, one that's got a, a college uh, scholarship offer to play ball up at, uh, one of the Northwestern Iowa. That's where he's going. But anyway, yeah. um, he was player of the game earlier in this week in their first game back off the break. He hit a bunch of threes and scored like 28 points. Tonight, I don't know who the leading scorer was. I know it wasn't him. But then Fairfield's got their their big X factor. They got a big man. They got Max Wheaton. He's the uh, stud tight end off the football team. And he's a very talented athlete. He led Fairfield with 19 points. And uh probably a big reason why they were, you know, so close to getting over the hump there no. in that rivalry.
1: They were mentioning his name on the radio a lot.
0: Yeah, he's a, he's quite a player. He's only a junior. I can't wait to see him in football next year, and of course basketball too. But I think football is kind of his uh, his uh, forte.
1: Yeah, sport. he really kept our, uh, kept Fairfield in that game. Uh, tell me a little bit about this scrappy little Fairfield team.
0: Well, again, I don't know a ton about him. He's a, he's the a, one name that I do know, and a lot of that's from football. Is, you know, kind of the usual suspects in a lot of these uh, in our area schools. Some of the same names you saw every week in, in the in the highlights of uh, the football season. You're going to see in the basketball season too. Um, and Max is there. I think he's there. Like I said, he's their X factor. Uh, they've got a good balanced team, but he's a big body. And uh, there's there's a few schools around that got some size uh, for sure, but. That's one thing Washington lacks a little of. They've got kind of nice overall size, but not a, a real true big man. And Fairfield's got that luxury with Matt.
1: Yeah, he was blocking some shots tonight, too.
0: I believe it. Okay, I, I had to dig it up here, but I got the uh, the final score was Demon 63, the Trojans 57, so ended up being yeah, a point. Well, he
1: stretched it out right there at the very last. Uh, you know... uh but it was it was closer than that even, you know. I mean, look, I, I, Washington's really, really good. Maybe, you know, one of the stellar in the area. And Fairfield, duh, you don't have nothing to be ashamed of. You played good, you played hard, you shoot hard. So that was good. So uh, before we get into the uh, rivalry game for tomorrow, do you got any general information about what's going on out here and what people need to be looking at?
0: There was a big game up at Mid Prairie tonight. They took on West Branch, and I don't know anything about West Branch's uh, basketball team, but Mid Prairie won that game seventy-five to fifty-four, and they are still undefeated. They're, I believe, ten and zero now, and this is their best start since uh, I believe the ninety-one, ninety-two season. So you're going back your own ways, and this is a, you know, a program that's had a lot of success in, in pretty much any sport. That they just have excellence up there. And uh, it's kind of shocking to me that it's been that long since they've you know gotten this far into basketball season undefeated, but man, they're looking good and it won't surprise me a bit if they make a run to the state tournament.
1: I'm interested
0: to see what they do going forward.
1: I see their quarterback signed, I think it's central and Pella.
0: Uh, yeah, he's, he's going to play. And he's one of their key players on the basketball team. Will Cavanaugh, he's, he's going to go play college football at, at, at central, but he's a, he's a, big time contributor on the uh, basketball team as is Jack Pennington. Uh, one of the great players off of the, the football <laughs> team, uh, Carter Harmson is the name of the, the young man. He's the big, uh, talent in the middle for mid Prairie. He's six, four wide body throws down a lot of dunks, uh, very powerful around the basket. They've got everything and they, they really pride themselves on defense. I saw early in the season, uh, read an article. Their coach said they had set a goal as a team to try to hold teams to an average of 40 points a game which that's pretty lofty but they've they've done that many times and they were the one school uh, from our area that did play over the holiday break and they went all the way down to Kansas City to do that and they won that game down there against a big city school down in Kansas City so they're impressive as far as all classes go in southeast Iowa they're my uh they're my pick to go the furthest. Um, I think Fort Madison, Washington, even Fairfield have a good shot at making a run towards the tournament. we got Waco and Winfield, New London for sure. But Mid-Prairie is, is the class of that. And, and what I love about them is they're flying under the radar. I haven't seen them uh, crack the top ten in the state rankings yet, which I think is just hilarious because they, they should be up there.
1: Well, I want to mention them. High school basketball this season is being sponsored by Henshaw Trailers of Richland, Iowa. You need a trailer. You need a quality trailer. You need to get a hold of Corwin Henshaw. Corwin Henshaw, Henshaw Trailer Sales, Richland, Iowa. Whatever your trailer needs, you need a dump trailer, you need a stock trailer, you need a horse trailer, you need to move your cattle, you need to move your equipment. Henshaw Trailers, Richland, Iowa. That's the place to get them. So, uh, let's let's talk about the rivalry game you're sending me to tomorrow.
0: Where are you going? Sigurney?
1: No, it's in Pekin.
0: Oh, at Pekin. Is it Sigourney at Pekin?
1: Sigourney at Pekin. Now this is a hot rivalry. Uh, I think it's the you know it's the David and Goliath thing. You know what I mean? I mean is not just a bigger school, but you know, one of the elite schools in the conference that they play in and Pekin's uh, even dropped down a conference, but there is no denying this, uh, you know, Pekin Sigourney matchups, you know, the football matchups, the basketball matchups, these two schools are going to want to go at each other, aren't they? Yeah,
0: that's a, there's a lot of underlying, uh, and history and storyline to anything that goes on between Pekin and Sigourney. It seems like, and I didn't realize that until I lived in that. Pekin's school district a few years ago for a couple of years there. And I, don't they call the football game the backyard brawl? Yep,
1: and, yep. Uh, you,
0: you don't know – from year to year, you don't know how that <laughs> game's going to go because uh, it's just – it's a classic rivalry. And I don't know what either team's like basketball-wise, so I guess I'll wait for you to, to fill me in on that when you see them play. But I know Sigourney's had some success this year. Pekin's won some games. I think they're both solid. I don't think they're quite on the level of uh, some of these other schools that blah up a minute ago, but certainly in the mix, and that should be a great game.
1: Well, I'm just looking forward to, you know, seeing some energy and some competitiveness, you know, and uh, it isn't peaking, so that's going to be a little help for them, but we're, we're going to take a look at both of these schools and get back with uh, everybody else. Now, is there any, uh, any other matchups? other uh say next weekend or are in the next week uh coming up. I know that Wake Waco and Sigurney play uh Monday.
0: It has yeah, um, I haven't looked too far ahead on the schedule cuz it's kind of harder to dig up that information online than it is for football for uh, Yeah, I agree. It's harder to stay on top of what's coming up until you just about on top of the the game days, you know. Um Tonight there was a big. I haven't seen the final score. There was a big matchup between Hillcrest Academy, which used to be Iowa Mennonite School up in Kelowna, uh, against Winfield. Winfield did win that game, from what I'm seeing. I don't have a score yet. So that was a that was a big one. Uh, both teams were like seven and one, eight and one going in. Um, Fort Madison played tonight and they won again they're still undefeated I they they have my vote for so far being the probably the top team in southeast Iowa right now
1: who do they got that's talented down there do you know
0: I don't know any of those kids you know it, it, they're the one school I'm not saying any of the football players that we uh, talked a lot about in the fall don't play on the basketball team but they're one of the the schools where that's not something I've seen in the in the articles I've been reading about them uh, no names that I recognize. So we'll have to keep following those uh those kids to see uh starts to stand out
1: as the season. Are there Illinois. any other, are there any other uh teams in the area that are really doing well?
0: Yes. Uh New London's undefeated. Um and I don't know if they played tonight or not. They're great. They have uh Blaze Porter who was the quarterback of the football team. He's a very known commodity as far as basketball in the state of Iowa goes, uh High-scoring player Um, would not surprise me if he plays Division I basketball after high school. Uh, But the one player that has been blowing me away, and again, I haven't seen him in person yet, uh, Cade Benjamin. This kid is big. He's only a junior uh, right before the holiday break. He had a game against Van Buren where he dunked nine times in the game. I don't think I've ever seen that in a high school game. Not around here. Maybe in Chicago, but not not in Southeast Iowa. I've never heard of anything like that before. This kid's a monster around the rim.
1: Jeez, that is something. Well, we'll have to get some uh, mid-Prairie, you know, challenging matchups. Maybe do they play New London coming up?
0: Uh, they're in a different class, a different conference, Mid-Prairie. I don't remember the name of the conference, but they play in one that's kind of based up further north, whereas uh, New London is down in this. Uh, New London old matchup against Waco, Winfield. There's some huge games coming up uh, amongst those teams that are going to decide the positioning in the conference pretty soon here. So I'm hoping to get in on some of that, especially when they're playing over here in Wayland, which is right in my backyard.
1: Well, this is uh... – you got anything else before we wrap this episode up?
0: Um, not tonight. I'm going to try to dig more into the the upcoming schedule so we can pick out some games that hopefully I can get to in person and, and report on again now that the uh, break's over.
1: Yeah. So now that the break's over and uh, and I'm hoping you're feeling a little better. I heard your whole household has been down a little bit with some um, flus and colds. You know,
0: and You know how winter goes. Yeah. One of you gets a cold and then uh, pass it to the next person and on to the next and on to that. I'm always the last one to get it. And for whatever reason it hit me the (laughs) hardest.
1: Well, anyway, now that you're back, look, we're going to, you know, we're not going to do great, great, big, long episodes that cover, you know, everything under the sun. You know, we're going to try and focus on some rivalry games and, uh, we'll try to do more often episodes and we'll just keep doing shorter ones. But, uh, I really want to thank Henshaw Trailers in Richland, Iowa. Corwin Henshaw stepped it up and sponsored the the high school basketball. I hope hope this catches on like the uh, high school football did, uh, you know, because that just did amazing numbers for us. It just cascaded us into like 130 cities in Iowa. And uh, look, guys, you know, you keep out playing. You keep putting it out there. The Major League Baseball, they don't want to play. College football's over. You know, this is what's going on. You guys show in the heart. There's there's always something good in Southeast Iowa, and uh, we sure appreciate you. You got anything to take it to the end there, Scotty?
0: Yeah, I'd just like to add, you know, we didn't really get rolling on football until about halfway through the season. And, of course, you know, from week to week, it just starts ticking up and getting more intense as you head towards that postseason thing. Basketball's not going to be any different. Well, um, I mean, I- We're in the second half now of the season, and conference positions are going to be decided. Everybody gets to go to the postseason, and that's where it's going to get crazy intense. And uh, I hope we got a few teams to report on right up to the state tournament
1: we'll stick with Scotty cause he'll bring you some coverage, you know? And I didn't realize how much exciting matchups there really was going on right now, you know, but, uh, anyway, maybe, uh, give you a call or something tomorrow night. We'll do another 10 minutes or so on this game. I'm going to go to tomorrow.
0: Yeah. I want to hear about that. Uh, and we're going to go see American underdog Kurt Warner
1: story. Oh, Hey, friend. I, no, I, I heard someone, a, a friend of mine just went to that and, uh, Said they really enjoyed it. They said it's really good, really heartwarming story. It's really well put together. So, yeah, I we heard, can talk about that too. Uh, I got a big announcement I'd like to make, you know, while, while we still got the, the listeners here, is that uh, we're going to be starting to do a weekly show with the Iowa Heartlanders. Uh, and we're going to do some promotions for the Extreme Center in uh, Iowa, in Coralville. Uh, $50 million complex. It's got hotel rooms. It's got hockey. It's got wrestling. It's got basketball. It's got volleyball. It's got the Iowa Girls Gymnastics plays there. They got Toby Keith. They got Nelly. They got the Harlem Globetrotters. Anyway, uh, listen up Monday afternoon. We'll be putting out an episode and we're going to try and do a weekly show about uh, the Iowa Heartlanders uh, basket or uh, hockey team they're, they're associated with the Minnesota wild. They're kind of a farm system with the Iowa wild. And then they're just like a notch below that, but the, they already had one player make it to the NHL because of COVID and stuff, uh, hit the Minnesota wild. So they had to bring some guys up. So, I mean, we've already produced one, one NHL player. We've got one guy on the team that's played a little bit in the NHL four or five games. So, uh, you know, we'll keep you up on that. We'll keep you up on the sports and everything that's going on in Southeast Iowa. Give our, give our, uh, uh, round guy, the podcast, a, a listen. we got all kinds of great stuff on there. Go back and check out some of this stuff and, uh, we'll keep you up on the high school basketball. Thanks Scott. Thanks for having me. All right. This was episode 190. And again, one more time, you need a trailer. You need a quality trailer. You might as well get it from a guy that's been in the business for 45 years and knows what the hell he's doing. So, Henshaw Trailers, Richland, Iowa. Thank you guys very much. We'll probably be back tomorrow with another episode.